everyone, welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and guys, we have a really good show for you today. I honestly, truly, really mean it. We are joined by our very first ever I Just Wanna Chat podcast correspondent, Brooklyn Doherty. We sent her to the Women Tell All taping in LA, and she is here, and she is going to tell all. She's gonna tell us all the behind the scenes scoop. She's gonna tell us what we didn't see. She's gonna tell us the things that went on too long and awkward things that had happened behind the scenes. And I'm really excited. It's a really good show, so stay tuned. It should be a good one. All right, everybody. So I'm here. And I'm so excited. Again, I know I say that literally every single episode, but I'm so excited because we are joined by Brooklyn Doherty today, who this is like a special episode. We have, for the very first time, a I Just Want to Chat podcast correspondent. I sent her on a mission to go to the Women Tell All because we were supposed to go together and then my like babysitter fell through and I could no longer go. I sent her to the Women Tell All and now Brooklyn is going to come back and tell all. So I'm going to be the who tells all you are going to like this is your paradise audition so yes i hope yes. that you're like prepared for this i i feel like a little unprepared but at the same time very prepared i so. mean you're gonna do okay. great in paradise i'm so excited thanks um thanks. and i must just tell everybody guys brooklyn is a real life actual angel we recorded this earlier at like noon today it was a great episode Fun was had, and then disaster struck. I went in to edit it, and for some reason, my audio didn't record, just hers. And although I would be doing you all a favor, like, by just playing her audio and, like, not mine, it would have been, like, kind of confusing. Um, so that's why today's podcast episode is a little late, very late. It's probably going to go up tomorrow morning with the other well, one. I um, have that fun can be had again. I mean, I think that our connection is strong. I think we have, like, really good chemistry, um, I'm feeling very vulnerable after the mistake I love that. earlier. I love that. Oh, you love that. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I feel like magic can happen again and I'm excited to go to hometowns. Um sweet. sweet. So let's talk about last night's episode of the Bachelor Women Tell All. I'm kinda wondering why they put it on like a Sunday night. I Yes. I'm I read somewhere that it's because of scheduling with another show that they are doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not totally sure though. We'll see. I'm wondering if it's because like ratings are way low for the season of The Bachelor in comparison to last season. It's down yeah. by like 29%. Is that for real? Yeah, wow. but but also Nick had like the highest ratings that they've ever had. It's so weird Probably to me. Probably because of like all the Corinne stuff and like that was such a phenomenon or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't really had anybody like that. Um, but I'm kind of wondering if they're just trying to, like, push through it and beat the spoiler before it happens. And then let me just say at this point in the podcast, we will be talking about the spoiler on and off. We'll, like, give you a warning before it happens. We won't use names, but we will, um, like, be referencing it. Because it's kind of, like, to the point where if you're, like, in the Bachelor world or whatever, and you're, like, watching... you got to know about the spoiler. Yeah, and also, like, I think it has enriched my viewing experience. Do you think it has enriched yours? Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, because I feel like I look at it with, like, a complete, like, new set of eyes. 
I feel like if I didn't know the spoiler and then I watched it happen, I would want to go back and look for clues or signs. Mm-hmm. And now I don't, I feel like I'm looking for them in real time. Yeah. That makes sense. I like really in hindsight, we're saving ourselves time and we're responsible because exactly. I would definitely go back and watch. Rewatch. Yes. So yeah, we're the smart ones here, right? We are. We are. So before when we recorded our podcast, um, Brooklyn kind of walked us through like the logistics of what a day in the life of a I Just Want to Chat podcast correspondent does. Um, and she walked us through everything about like the taping. And I'm going to splice that in right here um, because really she just kind of talked and then walked us through it. Um, so I will splice it in right here. All right, everyone. I lied. I said I was going to splice in Brooklyn's um, audio from earlier when she was explaining to us what happens and she was walking us through her day in the life of a I just want to chat correspondent at the Women Tell All. But unfortunately, I thought that the audio problems were a lot more simplistic than they actually are. And I can't splice it in, which is such a bummer. But basically... All you need to know is that Brooklyn is an angel and she went to this taping for like eight hours. Like she left at like, she got there at 11. They only fed her a Subway sandwich and a bag of chips. And she had a bathroom break and she sat in the back and she made friends because she's a social butterfly and a great person. And she, um, then she didn't go home until like 830 that night. And she did all of that and reported back to us. And I'm so sorry that I can't put it in there, in here, but she still has some like good insider scoop throughout the podcast, so listen to that. And I promise to never lie to you again and tell you that I'm going to splice something in when I don't. Just kidding. I can't make that promise because, believe it or not, I'm not that good at this technology stuff. Um, I mean, I'm sure that's really easy for you to believe because I make mistakes like this all the time. So I do foresee mistakes happening in the future, but let's just have our fingers crossed and hope that I will never lead you astray again. Anyway, back to the pod. And awesome. Now we're going to recap the episode. So we talked about this. um, I've been talking about this on Twitter with a lot of people, but I think I might actually like be in love with Ari. Yes, I I know. He's won me over lately. I feel like, and here's my theory with the Ari thing. I feel like because of the future spoiler of the future of the show, I feel like he knows that he's going to be portrayed as the absolute worst man in America. And so he's basically just throwing shade at everyone, throwing shade at ABC, throwing shade at, you know, the whole production team Mm -hmm. and the cast because he, I feel like he, as a true millennial would say, he gives zero Fs. No Fs given. Yeah. I think that he knows that he's going to get death threats in about a week. Yep. So I think he's just like going down with the ship and yes. just trying to kind of like take away everyone else's credibility a little yep. bit or mainly yep. his crystals. But I don't know. He's been hilarious on Twitter lately and on Instagram. Do you follow yep. the Instagram account um, comments by celebs? No, but I should. Brooklyn, this will enrich your life like in ways that you'll never know. Like I've been following it for like two weeks now, and it's kind I'm of bl- them right now. It's kind of like blown up in the last two weeks, but they just like show you all these celebrities commenting on pictures and stuff, and it's like so interesting to get the inside scoop. 
kind of but um and like so many people are funny that i never expected to be funny like they're always sharing uh screenshots of kelly ripa's comments to people and i never had an opinion on kelly ripa and now i love her Um, okay i'm so excited about this and also they screenshot like every john mayer comment that he leaves to people and i just fall more and more every day i love him so much i would leave my whole life behind Chrissy Teigen's following this account, so I think that that seals the deal for me. Yes, like, and they're big Chrissy Teigen supporters. But anyway, they share, like, they've been sharing some Ari stuff, because he's Mm -hmm. just been, like, going ham and, like, just throwing out comments to everybody. Mm -hmm. So I think I love Ari now, and I especially loved him because the night of the Women Tell All, he said, tonight we have the um, Bachelor in Paradise auditions, which is what everybody knows, but it's kind of funny to see somebody, like, on the inside acknowledging that women are just acting extra ridiculous it's true to try to like secure their spot but i i mean i feel like it's such a complicated thing because on one hand you have ari who is a 36 year old washed up race car driver who used to be on the bachelor like five years ago Mm -hmm. like he's doing the exact same thing you know what i mean he wants he wanted to be relevant again and so it's hilarious that he's calling out all these girls because yes they obviously want the same thing but he did it in the first place so whatever Ari yeah like I kind of do most of the time I disregard of course like you could question people's intentions like as the show like um like goes on you know like when there's like real feelings supposedly involved when it gets down to like bottom four like, I think, like, Tia's ingenuine, um, like, disingenuous. I think, um, like, I remember with uh, JoJo season. Did you watch JoJo season? Yep, yep. All of those guys drive me crazy, but especially Robbie. Yes. Like, because all of them were just in it, like, for their own. Robbie was fake AF. Oh, 100%. Everything about him. So fake. But he, um, where was Down to the veneers. This? Yes, down to the veneers, down to his, like, I'm not veneer shaming. I'm not veneer shaming. Thank you so much because I'm really thinking about doing it. Have you wa- <laughs> have you been watching my uh, braces saga on Twitter? Yes, I saw the braces thing. Literally but, uh, every day I'm like, I have a new idea about what to do with it. And today my idea is to just find somebody that will like give me veneers over my two front teeth to close my gap. I feel like I really support veneers. People want to do them, you know, do them. I just have to figure out like, how many of my children will I have to sell in order to afford it? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's expensive. Yeah. But, I mean, it'll be worth it if I could look like Robbie anyway. So, what <laughs> I was saying with all this is, whenever people, like, harp on other people saying, that person's there for the wrong reasons, that person's there for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. Anybody would be, anybody going onto the show because they 100% think that they're going to fall in love, and this is the only way that they could fall in love, even though they're a beautiful, model-esque <laughs> person, is a psychopath. Yes, yes. So anyone that's there for the right reasons, yeah, like they need to be admitted somewhere. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But then like as the show goes on, I have problems with people that are like super thirsty. And then also people on the Women Tell All, like Caroline, and like there were a couple other girls. Most of the back row people stayed okay. Normally the general rule is like you have to just ignore and tune out everybody in the back row. Yeah. Yep, I would completely agree with that. There were actually, I was actually surprised at how much those back row girls wanted to get in on the action, but at the same time, who could blame them? They want to be irrelevant. They want to get on Paradise. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to throw in their two cents. But 
honestly, the actual t- actual show didn't air nearly as much as the, what was said by those back row girls. Yeah, so tell us like a little bit about that. So you said that earlier that the taping was like eight hours, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, so I would say I actually wrote down the things like the most notable things they didn't show. Oh, perfect. Um, so the glam shaming thing, they did show that a little, but that was like a major thing. Like that was they, so annoying. They talked about it so exhaustively. And then they actually, we had a break where everyone could go to the bathroom and then we came back and they talked about it again. So it was like the glam shaming thing was a big focus. Okay, so sorry about that jump cut, everybody. We um, we got cut off for a second. So we were talking about the glam shaming, and you were saying that it went on for, like, way too long. It just went on and on and on, and we were all over it, and no one cared, and it was dumb. Well, and that's and how then, I felt when I was watching it, too. Like, yes. I mean, if anything, it was just, like, a cute little, like, blooper. Like, they put it, like, after the credits in the actual show, and it was just, yeah. like, a cute little thing. I feel like Marika was, like, taking it too seriously. Like, I could understand maybe, like, being embarrassed and stuff, but I don't know. No, I think, I mean, I think Chelsea was in the wrong, but I just didn't think it needed to take up so much time when we were watching the show. Yeah. And Um, probably not so much of your time in real life. Exactly, exactly. So that was something that was talked about at length. Um, Annalise's traumas were also talked about, but... Um, I feel like the reason why they weren't really shown was in the end, she kind of was just like, these are my traumas. Like, I can't really do anything about it. And people have reached out to me and these are lots of people's traumas. So like, lay off me kind of a thing. And everyone like agreed. So it was like a non-issue. Yeah, exactly. So the show opens up and we like get introduced to everybody. For some reason, Mikkel wasn't there. And I think that was like the only notable person that I realized was missing. Yes. And I honestly, I, I did not even really realize that she was missing until you told me. So. Yeah. So I like, I had a feeling that she was missing because that whole day she kept posting like Instagram stories of herself in Utah. And I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's cause she like got back with her ex-husband or something. So she like wasn't invited back. Um, but she, she threw some shade on her Instagram story today about not being invited back. So we say hello to everybody again, everyone in the back row, you don't need to listen to them or pay attention to them or anything. Um, and then we start off the show with a flashback through the past women tell alls, which was really weird. And the only like two takeaways that I had was we got reminded about how bad Corinne's hair was. Yes. That was always so puzzling to me. Like, just run your fingers through those curls a little bit. Honestly, I even saw a recent picture of her. And I do think Corinne is, like, a gorgeous, gorgeous Beautiful. But the hair, like, she's got to figure out those extensions. I mean, from what it seems, she has a lot of money. She should be able to pay someone to really make those things look real. So If she runs a multi-million dollar company, like she claims, she should definitely be able to, like... She should spend a a few thousand dollars on natural beaded rose and call it good. Yes, you are a woman in the know because I wouldn't even know how much extensions cost or what you need to do to get them. Um, What is a braided rose? Oh, a natural beaded rose. It's just like a popular hair extension thing right now. Hmm. 
Well, I mean, that's real cool. They look great. They look great. (laughs) So Corinne needs to fix her hair, and she needed to fix her hair back then. And then also, for some reason, they brought up that weird lace tattoo thing, and they said it was, like, the most shocking moment in Women Tell All History, as if that tattoo wasn't the fakest thing we've ever seen. It's like, the thing that's dumb about it is... I didn't even remember that. I didn't care about it. It was so off my radar that when they brought it back up, it was just like, okay. Just so weird. This is a time filler. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, every, Lace is like a blur to me. Like, she like yeah. went on Paradise and then like got engaged and all that stuff. Just a big blur. But so anyway, back to the show. They had Jenna. Um, Chris Harrison asked Jenna in the beginning. They said, oh, so were you so excited when Ari was announced as a bachelor and she was so excited, which I happen to know is a lie because I have seen screenshots and I've seen Instagram posts of her telling people that she was so mad that it wasn't Peter. Everyone was mad that it wasn't Peter. Ari was so boring, etc. So Jenna, you were caught red handed. You know, I believe that. And Only maybe, by me, maybe they were calling Chris, maybe they were calling her out for a reason, but I mean, I'm sure they're obligated to fawn over the bachelor to some extent, but yeah, I, I mean, it's obvious that a lot of them didn't really have connections with him. Well, like part of what makes like the bachelor a success, like when they pick the bachelor from like the previous season is that like you're invested in him, like you know him (laughs) and you just saw him like get his heart broken and stuff. But like with Ari, there was a such a big disconnect like, I appreciate them trying to, like, switch it up, but still, like, I just don't think that this was a successful move for them. I agree. I actually was listening to another podcast about The Bachelor, the, um, not, or Here to Make Friends. Do you ever listen to that one? Yes. So, and they had talked about that. They had just said, like, maybe it's time to change up the format because I feel like everyone's getting old of just the recycled contestants. Mm-hmm. And I agree, like, there's not really anyone from Rachel's season I would have liked to see. I mean, I loved Eric. Yes, I would have loved Eric, but um, he had no chance. For me, like, I don't even know if Peter would have made that great of a Bachelor. Like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, he was a lot more attractive, but I don't know. Yeah, he was, like, right, kind of term- to spice it up. Did you watch Winter Games, by the way? I did. Okay, I was shocked that Eric... So I'm only on, like, episode two. Because I didn't really keep up with it. But Eric got voted off, like, first episode and barely got, like, any screen time. I know. The weird thing about Winter Games is that the first episode, there's, like, all these contestants. And then all of a sudden, it's just, like, four or five couples for the whole rest of the show. So... And I get that they had it. It was weird because it was only four episodes, but it... Basically, if you were on the first episode and you got eliminated, you might as well, you might as well, like, not been there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and since, like, we're talking about Winter Games real quick, I have to take a second and talk about Ashley I, who I love. I am, like, I'm in the camp of her. I really am. I'm so happy for her, but, like, it's already a lot. But I understand. She's, like, she's never really had a boyfriend. She's so excited to have a boyfriend. Yeah. She's been, like, mocked as this person that, like, never gets a boyfriend. Yeah. She's been, like, put through it's the ringer lot. on the show. But it's already, like, it's only been a week, and it is a lot. It is. It is a lot. And I Did do... you see that tweet that uh, she did that was, like, I don't even have time to balance food time, exercise time, boyfriend, boyfriend time. time. <laughs> and Elon replied and was, like, this is just a long way of you reminding us all that you have a boyfriend. Which is, like, so true. 
It is true. Because now all her sponsored posts and stuff. And again, love the girl. So happy for her. Yeah. Even though her boyfriend is not cute. Like, that man is not I, cute. I feel like, in a way, I get it. But, I mean, he's not my type either. But I think he's... He's not bad looking. And he would definitely be somebody's type. Maybe if he, like, fixed something. Like, there's a weird... He has a weird look. Yeah. But I, I feel like I kind of see them together. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I... Like, she, they just look very, like, he looks like a bro and she looks like a pretty sorority girl. And it works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's all I have to say about Winter Games right now. But good for Ashley I, but also, like, it is a lot. A yes. lot. Yes. So now let me look back on my notes. Um, oh, I have a behind-the-scenes question to ask you. So yes. in the audience, there's all these people with these signs that say, like, I don't I forget even, like, what the sign says. glitter. Yeah, or, like, short hair is so better good. or something. Yeah. Did they distribute those? Were there people, like, in line so with those? So they were sitting on the chairs when we walked into the studio. So if you sat on one of those chairs, you automatically got, like, a shirt or a sign or a you prop. Were, you were contractually obligated to yes. hold a hashtag glitter sign for Crystal. But I think people were pumped to, like, get one of those because that me- meant that they screen. get shown. Yeah. Unlike me, who wasn't shown, sadly. What, what a mistake they made. I think that they probably were thinking if they showed me, I might, like, distract people from the actual contestants, so. Yeah, and they'd be like, wow, well, this person's gonna, like, her campaign for paradise is gonna start right now if we show her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, glam shaming, I was over it. Um, okay. Annalise. They Annalise also I'm had, surprised um, that they didn't show it. Chelsea, they put Chelsea in the hot seat. Oh. Um, but it was, like... I just want to find love because I'm a mom and I have a kid and no one knows what it's like. And I just, I'm mature and I want to find love, you know, kind yeah, of thing. It's like, please make me the bachelorette, please. Yeah. Please. So I, I mean, no, I like Chelsea. She's fine. I think all these girls are great and they all seem smart, but yeah, it was not the most entertaining moment of the day. One of the most shocking things to me about this season was the fact that we all thought episode one, that Chelsea was going to be the biggest villain. I and know. we thought that like she's gonna be so hated and then she just really reeled it in after the first episode yeah yeah I feel like she was very much and they actually talked about that like she was like I just knew what I wanted and blah 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 but I don't know I'm glad that she didn't end up being a major villain because she doesn't seem that villainous yeah. to me and I'm also glad that she didn't end up being like a major character because she bored me yeah and I had like no desire to watch her um so then we have the becca and tia segment and all i have Mm -hmm. to say is this f tia like yeah yeah she she was in the wrong we'll talk about this like at length later but everything that tia has been doing lately is just like so inauthentic to me and becca had great clapbacks to tia but like tia like can't defend what she did like no it was a mean girl move and i I was that she kept saying i would have been more you know, I sh- I said it because I would have been more mad at myself if I didn't say it. And it's mm-hmm. like, girl, they weren't going to end up together anyway. Like, that was pretty clear. Yeah. And you didn't need to go out of your way to, like, make sure that Ari didn't pick her. And Ari probably, Ari even said that what Tia said had no sway over his decision to not choose Becca. So it was just, you know, she thought it was, like, her mission to go 
ruin that relationship when in reality, like, it was in vain, you know? And she did one of the worst things you could ever do when apologizing to somebody. Yes. Tia was like, I am sorry that you were hurt. Like, that's like saying, like, I'm sorry that your emotions are so fragile that you cannot handle the truth. Like, no, no. I was watching it with my husband, and he was like, if I ever apologize to you like that, you would be so mad. And I'm like, thank you for knowing that because yes, I would be furious because that's not an apology. Yeah. It's like a backhanded, like gross apology. Yes. It sucks. So then here's like the moment that we've all been waiting for. It's crystal time. And they show the clip. And since you have the insider info, can you please tell us what the thing said unbleeped? And I'm going to preface this with saying for my in-laws who listen, um, it's much, PG-13 content. Much like how a couple of weeks ago when Donald Trump called um, Haiti and other countries shizholes, um, and then like Anderson Shizzle. Cooper <laughs> Anderson Cooper, and like every news station, they were... Like, they were morally obligated. They were miraculously to allowed to say the word shiz on live TV. Mm-hmm. Um, we are allowed to do that on the podcast because we are journalists. And um, we are just reporting um, on this very serious matter. So with no further ado, tell us what she said. Except for don't say the C word. Oh, I'm not going to say the C word. I'll leave that one out because that one is pretty self-explanatory. But she did call the girls the C word. And then she called Ari a needle dick, which was a new term to me. Yeah, I've never heard that before. So she said he was a needle dick and a fancy pants, which... Left us all wondering, has she seen the D? Maybe. Which has she seen what's below the fancy pants? <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, it was funny. It was it was funny because that became, like, an inside joke for the entire taping. Mm-hmm. And everyone was making comments about the needle dick, and it was hilarious. And, Honestly, I don't that's know. such a specific burn. It is. Like, that's, like, not calling someone, like, an a-hole or, like, a douchebag or something. That is, like, a... a, insult. That's, like, a, I have experience. I have seen it. And it's like a needle. (laughs) Which, like, could mean so many things. Yes. But, um, again, this is a family pod, so I'm not going to, like, go too... Imagination. We won't get too descriptive there. Yeah, so just, like, use, use your imagination and figure out what needle dick means to you. Um, so everyone takes their turn ripping Crystal apart, rightfully so. And honestly, I did feel like kind of bad for her because like there was really no way that she could have won. Like, of course she has to own up to what she said and what the things that she said was pretty crummy. But like if she sat up there and like apologized, people would be like, oh, you're so fake. Where was that apology when you called us the C word? Like you called us all these names and now you're apologizing, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, when she did what she did and she, like, didn't really apologize, people are like, so you're not going to say anything? All you have to say is I'm sorry. Like, yeah. there, she couldn't win. Like, it was set up for her to True. I, I feel like the thing was is when she first got up there, she basically said, like, I know that this situation probably wasn't the best for my personality. And I like to be in control because that's not something I used to have in my life and blah, blah, blah. And, like, it was kind of making an excuse for her behavior, but at the same time, like, she just, she needed to defend herself, and that was really the only way. And I also think that even though some of her actions were very irrational, 
in her mind, I think that she really had a reason behind everything she did, mm-hmm. even if she took it too far a lot of times, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, has, on the surface, I could, I could think, like, okay, I would, too, be, like, angry if I was promised, like, the special time with Ari and then he goes back on his word or whatever. I wouldn't yeah. call him, like, a liar or no. anything like that. But no. And that's what she said. She's like, literally all the girls, all of us that were on the blue team – the infamous blue team were mad, but I was the only one that said something because it was like Ari dangled this carrot of, she actually said dangled this effing carrot of, you know, time for... All right, sorry guys, we got cut off again, but it's all good. So we were talking about Crystal um, and kind of like the pickle that she was in because she, if she apologized, people would respond badly. Like these things are just kind of set up poorly for them, for villains. Yeah. And you can kind of see, like, I feel that was something I liked watching it when I watched it back last night was you could really see the tears in her eyes that it was hard to listen to everyone just like ridicule her and tell her she was immature and, you know, needed to basically go get therapy. It was it kind of made me sad for her. But at the same time, I do kind of think she probably does need a little therapy. Yeah, probably. But I mean, like, doesn't everyone? Yeah. So she She did say, like, this process, like, wasn't really for me, which Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, like, taking with a grain of salt because she was on the – do you ever watch the Ellen, um, like, cubicle interviews of The Bachelor? No. Okay, it's, like, a really good show. So Ellen has, like, a couple of her producers are, like, big Bachelor fans. Mm-hmm. and like in their little cubicles in the back, they do these Bachelor recaps, and they have, like, celebrities come on or Bachelor people. <laughs> And they had Crystal, and Crystal basically said she was going to paradise. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, like, I mean, when Olivia Caridi in Ben's season was, like, the big villain and had all that stuff happen to her and whatnot, she, um, what's it called? She, like, said, like, this wasn't for me. Like, this isn't a good situation for me. And she stuck by her word. She never went on another Bachelor show again. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Crystal, she is, like, the producer's dream because she can totally get egged on mm-hmm. um and she knows i i just feel like she has a temper she's not good at controlling her emotions she can get egged on and then she i think in a way she regrets what she says but not not to the point where she's like it's like a half like i kind but of regret still, it, but i kind of yeah, still like, she still thinks that she's right no matter what yes yes exactly yeah. But yeah, so I don't know, but that's not the last that we've seen that we will see of Crystal. And I guess at this point in time, we can talk about Ari and his reaction to Crystal and all of that. So yeah, people were pumped when Ari was like, "Yeah, I should have let you go a long time ago." And I was pumped; like, it was good to see him not tiptoe around the issue. He has every right to be like super pissed at her. Yes, I agree. Yeah, he, like, I mean, Crystal, like, toyed with his emotions, and he was, like, the one, I mean, he wasn't really feeling it that much, really, like, I think maybe for the first couple weeks he was into her, mm-hmm. but, like, I think at Fort Lauderdale, he probably wanted to let her go, but then they had to keep her one more week for two-on-ones or something. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so, go Ari, again, I fell in love with him all over, all his reactions were so good. As, like, an audience member, did he have, like, any more, like, little digs, or did they show everything? Um... They pretty much, I, I feel like Ari was, the girls were on for a long time. Ari wasn't really on for very long. 
So they pretty much showed all the Ari, anything interesting he had to say. Mm-hmm. And did you told me earlier that Crystal spoke to Ari for like 20 minutes? Like she yeah, just kept ranting? It was insane. So first she's... She had just done her whole talk, and we forgot to talk about the fake voice, how she totally had a different voice. Yes. And then I love that that first night girl called her out and was like, so what happened? A person that I've never seen before in my whole entire life, by the way. Yes. Somehow, we've just never seen her, and she's a contestant. Anyway, yeah, so Crystal basically kind of acknowledged that it was partially losing her voice, partially that's just how she talks to men. And it was funny because she kind of admitted it. And then Ari comes back on and she's like, hi. And she kind of does the voice again. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh. And she wanted to come sit by him. And it was just so weird to me because I'm like, girl, everyone basically said that you weren't even that into Ari. You wished he was Peter. And now you're going to go, like, try to reconcile things with him. Like, I don't even know what you're trying to get out of this. And... The the part that they did show from their big long conversation was when she was like, I just don't get why your attention was on every other woman and it was the majority of your attention was on all these other women and like, not me. Because you're on The Bachelor. Yes. And everyone was dying. But it was funny because people were literally booing her to like wrap it wrap up it because up. she was taking so long. My goodness. And yeah. at this point we can, I guess, just talk about Caroline. Caroline or Caroline. I'm not sure between Caroline, I think. Caroline. So yeah. Caroline was one of the classic examples of someone who didn't get that much screen time, who on the season I actually really liked. I was surprised that she got sent home. I I thought that she was like um like so beautiful and Yes, she was gorgeous. I remembered her because she was so like strikingly beautiful. But it was funny because I didn't remember her saying a lot during mm. the season. Um, but actually on Women Tell All, she obviously had a lot to say. So she was calling out Crystal for, you know, hurting the feelings of the girls. And then she was not included in. Yeah. Just, it was a little, it was a little bit Paradise Audition-y as we all know. Yes. Um, Um, and then when she was calling out Ari, that was like, the highlight of the night yeah so let's talk about that so this is again like we're gonna talk about the spoiler we're not gonna say names but so carolyn takes this moment and says her like little piece to ari and says i know what you did and here's the deal she had so many like fake tears like it didn't seem like she um well like she didn't even have tears but she just like was speaking slowly as if she was holding herself back from crying right all of it seemed like so fake to me, but the content of what she was saying was really good. Like, yeah, I, I, the thing that was interesting was all of us in the audience were like, oh my gosh, there's no way they're going to show that. Because as soon as she asked that question, Chris Harrison was like, okay, anyone else have anything to say? Like, it, no one addressed it, no one acknowledged it. The girls were all like, their reactions to that question were like, people were, people's jaws were on the ground. And, um, so we all were like, okay, it's kind of a spoiler. There's no way they're going to show it. Yeah. And so I'm glad they showed it because it was tense. I, AF. I really think that 
They're just leaning in. This Bachelor spoiler thing is the best thing that's ever happened to the Bachelor no, in really, last, like, 10 especially, years. Especially because the seasons have been, like you said, that the ratings, ratings are down. Are low, yeah. It's going to, it's picking it up. And, and they're really playing into it for sure. So Yeah, I think that they're just embracing, like, what happened. And I don't think that they're really afraid to say like they won't explicitly say what happened, but yeah, they're like, they might as well. I mean, might as well just you know. It's only a week. Exploit the drama. Yeah, and I don't know. So I'm like, I've been interested in like how much like they're leaning into it, but I am also surprised that they showed that part of Carolyn. Um, yeah. So one final thing that we have to talk about, we saw like a little bit of CN, um, or I guess there's a couple things that we have to talk about. We saw Cien in the hot seat, and much like this whole season, Cien just, like, really bores me, so mm-hmm. I didn't really pay attention. I feel like they were kind of giving her a potential bachelorette bid, but... Yeah, I think that, I think that she's a... Option. She's a candidate, for sure. Yeah. I think that Tia and Cien were kind of the main ones, mm-hmm. um, but I honestly think Tia shot herself with, in the foot. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that. More, more likely. So Tia has her moment, and... Again, I'm very anti-Tia after she did that to Becca M. And mm-hmm. just, like, the more I, like, listen to her and I watch, like, a couple interviews of her and she seems she seems really sure that she's going to be the Bachelorette. So maybe she knows something that we don't know. But yeah. she, um, she just seems, like, so, like, fake and phony to me. And, like, when she's talking about, I do think I could find love again. I could maybe break down my walls. I want to find For that sure. person. Like, this is just her Bachelorette bit. So I would say that there's... A 50% chance that it will be Tia, then a 50% chance that it will be anybody else. So she has pretty good odds. But I think that they know that Bachelor Nation is not a big fan of yeah, her. Yeah, right I, I think they're realizing... I think waters and they're, they're realizing that Tia's, Tia's a polarizing figure at this point. Yeah. And so the last and final and probably most important part of the night... You need to talk to us about, like, that whole John Cena thing. What the heck was that? That was so yes. random. Like, he just kind of so showed random. up, and I was like, wait, It was what? so random, and it was random when they were actually doing it. Like, literally, the way that it was on the show of him just suddenly being there after they showed the bloopers was exactly... Was it after the bloopers? So- something. I can't remember. I think so. It was, it was exactly like that. Like, we all watched the screen, and then all of a sudden, there's these three celebrities on the couch. So it was random but it was funny and you know whatever they're promoting their their random crap so it's fine yeah the movie looks fine i'll watch it on vidangel or something yeah but i probably won't watch it but (laughs) i'll report back i'll give you like my thorough review of blockers for sure maybe you can like do a podcast about it yes because that's what the people want right yeah they want my in-depth review of john cena movies Perfect. Exactly. That's what I'll do in the Bachelor off season, which yeah. um, kind of brings me to something that I wanted to say right before we wrap up, or we are wrapping up right now. We're done talking about the episode, but I just want to chat, listeners. I am already trying to figure out what I'm going to chat about um, in the couple weeks between the end of the Bachelor and the beginning of the Bachelorette. If you have any ideas, please tweet me at, at @maryperson. I would love to hear them. If you have anything that you would like to come on the show and chat about. Let's do it. I'll Skype you in. Um, I think that we will do what we did like kind of over the summer where we were just talking about random topics that I want to chat about. But if any of you guys have any theme ideas, I am anxiously awaiting 
to hear from you because I keep thinking of stuff and I'm coming up with nothing. Um, so I just want to give Brooklyn a quick second to talk about her cool account that she just started or not just started. It's been going for a while, but like it kind of had a re a rebirth, if you will. No. Yeah. So it's called, it's an Instagram and it's just called bites by Brooklyn. It's like kind of a food account. Well, it is a food account, not kind of. Um, but yeah, I did it for a while, like right after I had Wes and then I kind of lost motivation and then started it back up again this year. And if you want to follow along, it's just like healthy recipes and I don't know. It's fun. I I try hard. I really want to like really implore all of you to go follow it. Everything like the pictures of of all the food look so good. All the food looks so good. I am like, I would say that I'm like a pretty like proficient cook. Like I'm pretty good at it, but I like rarely ever step out of the box, but everything that Brooklyn's been posting has been looking so good and like so interesting and things that I wouldn't really think of to like put together. Um, she keeps posting all this kind of like Indian stuff. I've never really cooked Indian food. Um, what do you call it? Indian food? The stuff that you're. I've I've posted like some Thai food. Is it Thai? Stuff, like, I'm very uncultured. No, it's all just like I'm just. I eat Costco pizza all over the place. Tonight, so no, I support that. Hey, yep. I love Costco pizza. That's where I'm at, um, like culinary wise. But everyone, please go follow her account. It is so good. All the food looks so good. And then in her Instagram story, she like does little breakdowns. And you're doing macros now too, right? Yeah. So I just kind of started that today. It was like the first day I went kind of hardcore into it. So I posted a lot about that. But I don't know. I don't know. Thank you. That's really nice. You're oh. really nice. And I'm not good at talking about it. I am so. very nice. Um, just kidding. But you're very nice, especially because you did this twice and because you went to the uh, Women t- Tell well, All taping class. Well, thank you for us. getting in. It was, a, it was a lifetime experience for sure. Oh, no problem. So everyone, make sure to go follow Bites by Brooklyn on Instagram. Make sure to follow, what's your Twitter name one more time? At Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn Raffle. Brooklyn Raffle. And then Don't make me for it. It was, a, it was a long time ago that it was created, but I can't die now. So You know you could change it, right? I know I can change it, but it's like... Like, you don't need to, but, like, if you ever wanted to... No, 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 but that's the thing. It's, like, I've really contemplated it, but it's, like, it's lived for so long. It's a part of your personality now. Yeah. Actually, this is kind of embarrassing, but my husband, for Valentine's Day, got me, like, a vanity license plate of it, and I'm, like, (laughs) so embarrassed by that because I'm so anti-vanity license plates, but I'm, like warming up to the idea so it's, oh my it's okay, <laughs> not right. changed anytime soon that's probably the best thing ever so everyone go look up brooklyn's license plate online and then find her address and then yes. go personally tell her um how much you loved her on the podcast today make sure to follow me on twitter at mary person make sure to follow the podcast account on instagram at i just want to chat podcast and everyone thank you so much for listening and i'm sorry that this, that this episode is up super late but you know what it was worth it i'm gonna say that it was worth it because brooklyn is so great and so charming so everyone thank you so much for listening and we will see you again tomorrow for the next episode and the fantasy suite episode that we will be recording with matthew mcdonald all right thanks have a good day bye